If you had the power to do anything you wished to improve the status of women in your country, what would you do? Well, actually, I think they have come a long way so far. Um, I do wish that people would look at women as just as they look at all men, it, just equally in power. I know a lot of women that can do anything that they choose, and I am one of those women, and there are 81, 80 of these women that are here today. So I think the women are doing very well, but I'd like to see people treat them as they should. Here we are, ladies. The first runner-up is Miss India Chelsea Fitz. You are the new Miss Universe. On today's episode, we are remembering a true queen and an icon to the beauty pageant world, Miss USA and Miss Universe 1995, Chelsea Smith. Get your glass and let's talk about it. Hello and welcome back to Pageants and Prosecco. I'm your host, Brett here, hostess with the mostess, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that or not, but welcome back to another episode of Pageants and Prosecco. Thank you for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. Please like and subscribe and review and do all that fun stuff with this podcast so that way you can uh, ultimately get updated on when my episodes come out and get more listeners so first i wanted to talk about what i am sipping on for today's episode and then of course get into today's episode remembering chelsea smith but first i want to talk about what i'm sipping on which is a sauvignon blanc from chile so it's a chilean sauvignon blanc and i actually got this wine for the low like under four dollars it's 2013 sauvignon blanc from chile i got it for 13 dollars when i went to the miss usa pageant in may in shreveport i found a nice wine store it was like a liquor store and they had tons of wines for the low like two dollars three dollars four dollars so of course i got a case for like 30 bucks and went back again and got a case for 40 bucks so I found the Chilean Sauvignon Blanc, and it was about $3, and I was kind of like, whoa, this is a 2013 wine that's only 3 bucks. That's kind of a steal if you guys know the price of wine. This should be like 15 bucks because it's a 2013, so it's older. But anywho, it is now in my hands, and that's now in my glass, and then it'll soon be in my mouth. <laughs> I already tried it, but it tastes similar to a Chardonnay which is actually pretty surprising because I didn't know how it was going to taste. Sauvignon Blanc, um, the home to it is New Zealand and the Marlborough region of New Zealand. So that's where a lot of the Sauvignon Blancs that I get come from. But to try one from New Zealand, from you know Central America and South America, um, grapes and wine is new to me. 
and it tasted really good it tastes big and bold very lemony flavors to it a lot of people use the word grassy and um grassy and um grapefruit to describe Savion Blancs typically but this one is kind of big bold and like lemon like lemon to me really good it's like citrus um and it's crisp it's white and it's delicious and it's also the first day of fall so I need to switch back over and drink some more red but Savion Blanc is pretty delicious pretty pretty delicious if you guys had an opportunity to chase try a white wine I would say go ahead and try a Sauvignon Blanc because you might be surprised um, and how it tastes. It's really it's really good. It is. It's a good, it's a good option. I've been going for Chardonnays lately, but uh, I would put the Blancs up there. It's up there in my white wine selection. Definitely a red wine drinker, but when I do choose white, I would choose a Chardonnay, and then I'll go to Sauvignon Blanc. Now, let's talk about today's episode are you ready let's get into it i read in the article that that uh you were very frank about your family background there your separation there's divorce there's alcoholism and i know there are kids out there who are watching tonight finding themselves in the same situation what can you tell them well, definitely to stay strong. I think probably my philosophy in life is to always love yourself and to respect yourself. And if you keep that in mind, I think you can accomplish anything you want to. And I think I'm hopefully a representative of that. beloved pageant title holders has passed away unfortunately and it's one of my personal favorite ones as well she was a trendsetter and a true uh, what's what i'm thinking of she broke a lot of barriers for us in the miss usa system and of course you know i'm talking about Chelsea Smith at this point. So Chelsea Smith was a singer, an actress, a television host, and of course Miss USA 1995 and then she won Miss Universe in 1995 as well. She was just somebody to me who represents true beauty, true class, she gave great answers for her on-stage question, as you heard. And back then, they talked a lot, and they were able to express their opinion on a few issues. And one thing that I truly enjoyed about Chelsea's answers was that she related it back to her fellow contestants. She mentioned on both the national level, as Miss Texas competing for Miss USA, about her contestants and how phenomenal the women are behind her. And then she mentioned the same at Miss Universe when it was held in South Africa. She mentioned again the 88 women who she competed against. So she was very humble to me in her, in my opinion, and acknowledged that she's one of many women who can easily win 
And I think it's her grace and her, humil- her humility that helped her to ultimately win the crown that year. So she represented Galveston the second time she won Miss Texas. The first time she competed as Miss Southeast Texas. Didn't win. Went back again and won. She was 21 at the time. And, of course, she's mixed. She's half black, half white. And what's pretty cool is that she was Miss Congeniality at Miss Texas. And then won Miss Congeniality again at Miss USA. And won Miss USA. And we don't really see the winner being Miss Congeniality. If at all. So that's pretty impressive right there on its own. She had a really high score in all three categories at Miss USA. She got a 9.2 in swimsuit, 9.3 in evening gown, 9.3 again during her interview. And overall, she had 9.34 score out of 10. During her national costume, she mentioned the woman's right to vote, which is um, pretty heroic of all things that she could have mentioned in 95. She brought up the woman's right to vote. And of course, we know her for having the gorgeous cape around the neck um, during her uh, time at Miss Universe, which was pretty gorgeous, pretty gorgeous, the red dress. And the first one up was India, and then she wore a really gorgeous silver gown during her farewell. Chelsea was also the first African-American woman to win Miss Texas, and she won Miss USA. And a lot of women who've won Texas and a lot of the black women, well, the two, because the other one was um, Crystal Stewart, who won Texas, went on to win Miss USA. So not only is Texas a powerhouse state for winning the title, but when they have a black title holder, that black title holder typically wins nationals. She was the fourth from Miss Texas to win Miss USA, but her scores were the highest among those four at Miss USA. Um, She's the seventh Miss Texas to win Miss USA, and she was first going into the finals um, at Miss Universe when it was held in South Africa. So she was the highest placed contestant going into finals. That was the highest placement a contestant had got, highest score they received going into finals. When she did win, and she was the first Miss USA to win in 15 years. Prior to that, it was in 1980. So when she did win, she won $220,000 in cash prizes. And she also, fun fact, won an elephant, (laughs) which seems a little, you know, stereotypical. But, I mean, it's whatever. She has an elephant, fun fact. And she spoke on racism and health and equal rights. Her father is black and her mother was white. And, unfortunately, she was sick um, with cancer of her liver. And during an episode I found, which seems to be a show that did not air, it's about Chelsea making a breakthrough and having a breakthrough in her years after winning Miss USA. She was older, so she was probably in her um, 40s at this point, or 30s or 40s at this point. And she had talked about her weight gain. 
she said that at one point she ended up gaining 70 pounds and she was overweight and the episode was called reconstruction of chelsea smith but i only saw one episode so i don't think it was into a full season but it just talks about her journey um being beautiful but also feeling rejected by her parents and missing a complete sense of her full self and of and of who she is her dad and her mother were very young when they had her Uh, i believe she said 19 and her dad just up and left and abandoned her and her mother left but was um, battling alcoholism so she left for her addiction and so chelsea still says she felt hurt because of that loss and separation from her parents at a young age. And she was ultimately adopted by her by the black side of her family, which was her dad's family. But they couldn't watch her for too long. So then she got adopted by her mother's side of the family, the white side of the family. And that's the side of the family that raised her when she won Miss USA and Miss Universe. And she acknowledged that side of her family as well, saying that, and one of her answers questions, she mentioned that she is biracial and that the white side has supported her and raised her, ultimately. So she will deeply be missed. She was one of the first women of color to take home a huge international title and open the doors for what black beauty is in this industry. Even before pageantry, she was named the most beautiful woman in her class of 1992. And for me, as a black woman in pageantry, it let us begin to see ourselves as queens and to start seeing that representation. Uh, what we don't see a lot of in pageants is a stereotypical black pageant queen. You know, um, we know what a stereotypical pageant queen looks like, but that's not necessarily our skin color. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about the pageant patties. They have a certain answer, but have you ever thought about how they look? You know, that necessarily not necessarily how I look. And then you got to break down the beauty of what being black is, as in like big nose and fuller features and curly, a.k.a. nappy hair. <laughs> and what is typically crowned, which is straight European weaves looks. But that's a whole other conversation that we can get into at another point. Chelsea is just true the beginning of black beauty queens and the beginning of black girls reigning and the beginning of people seeing that I can come from the South, Texas, a competitive state, win Texas. Now you know the first try and the second try. I can come back and beat you and then go to Miss USA and then go to Miss Universe and still dominate, dominate. And people think it was very symbolic that she happened to win Miss Universe, while it was being held in South in South Africa, it was the first time that the Miss Universe pageant was held in Africa, in the continent, or on the continent of Africa, and it was held in Namibia. 
So the first time and then the black woman won. So it was pretty cool. And she had one of the highest scores. And she was, of course, very gorgeous, very intellectual, very smart. She'll be missed. And from what I do know about her personality, she seemed very down to earth, very intuitive, and very open to her fans and her her pageant stands. So we miss you, Miss Universe, Chelsea Smith, and... Just God bless her family and we'll just pray for her family during this time. And check on your loved ones, you guys. You never know what they're going through. She was so young. She passed away at 45 years old from liver cancer, like I mentioned. So, you know, go to the doctor, get checked out, make sure everything's good with you. You just never know what God has in store. And until next time, you guys. I'm going to leave you with a little piece of information from Chelsea Smith during her on stage question.